this is the Kayla Strength Podcast. I'm your host, De'Aaron Chen, and today interviewer, we have Scott West. Scott West has 58 years in the fitness industry. He has worked with top bodybuilders, including Mr. World and Jacqueline. He has trained with the Marine Corps powerlifting team and drill instructors, and his claim of fame is the challenge, a feat that not many people dare to attempt. And that's who I have for you guys today, and I hope you guys enjoy. This is episode 10 of the Kayla Strength Podcast. I'm your host, Darian Chim, and today we have with me Scott West. Scott West, introduce yourself, man. Hey, I'm Scott West. That's, uh, that's the only name I have currently, <laughs> although I've had several in the past. And one of the things he is called Challenge, and we'll talk about that soon. Oh, yeah, the challenge. Yeah, so Scott, tell us about yourself. Um, why did you get into fitness, and how were you involved? Oh, okay, that's a good story. Uh, you know, when I was when I was 15, that's that's about the about the age that people start to compare themselves uh, with their peers in life. And of course, I was very interested in physical uh, from the very beginning. But I was so pathetic that uh, you know I was like five foot ten, weighed 111 pounds. You talk about skinny and uh, not strong, not nothing. Uh, so I started to uh, to uh, delve into fitness at a very early age and uh, as the years went on and I progressed in this I uh, I started to reap the rewards I'm 73 years old now and can do things that most people half my age can't do still and almost no one my age can do mm-hmm. so I started to reap the benefits years later in the beginning it was all for the wrong reasons I wanted to be uh, a cool handsome guy you know and all that like everybody at that age and uh and that was the main reason why i started i was so pathetic that i i, I was going to change that or die trying so what was that push for you so you're saying you're 510 under 113 pounds what made what kept you to keep on going what was that why for you well uh for me because genetically i was not gifted for uh uh, uh an athletic, cool, big, strong body. Mm. And seeing that it took a long time for me to see any results, I got to where I said, I'm, you know what, I'm not, I'm not gonna accept this. I'm gonna continue on until I get it or die. Try it. That's very powerful. Oh yeah, it took me about 10 years before I started to emerge. 10 years of, wow. of diligent that's, trying that's a lot of every day. And yeah. so I, in other words, I didn't, I didn't really come into my, uh, in, into my uh, real self till I was about 25. Wow. So tell us about that. So that was your past and you're saying you're 25 now and you, we were talking before that you began to train with the top bodybuilders, including Mr. World and Jack Laleen. All right. Our kids now probably don't know about them, but you do. Can you please share that with us? Yeah, so so I, here I am now, about 25 at that time, and uh, I got a job with Jack Lane's health clubs, and uh, was acquainted with Jack Lane because he would move around to his different clubs and come down and show off. <laughs> That's what he would do. He would come down to the clubs and challenge people. Uh, at the time, Jack Lane could do a thousand uh, pull-ups and a thousand push-ups. You know, in a certain time limit, and he, they called him the endurance king because of that. Anyhow, he was a big name. 
and a TV show and everything and was into health and nutrition. And uh, I was acquainted with him and I learned some stuff from him personally. Uh, also, uh, Earl Clark, Mr. World, uh, 1956 and uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. America, I think it was 65. And uh, uh, the guy turned out to be kind of like a father to me because I never knew my parents basically. Wow. And, uh, and so that helped push me along too. And, and also, uh, right about that age, I started getting uh, interested in the martial arts because you recall now, just a few minutes ago, that uh, my progress in strength and bodybuilding uh, took a long time. And so I started to think about, well, maybe I ought to try something a little bit different. And that's when I got into the martial arts. And I kind of le left bodybuilding back a little bit. And, and uh, so in the martial arts, I became acquainted with Chuck Norris. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was a pretty cool thing. I was even considered for one of his movies called Good, Good Guys Wear Black. But I was one of his newer black belts, so I wasn't selected for the movie. And he was still brand new in the movies anyhow. It was right after Bruce, Bruce Lee died. And, uh, and uh, so I uh, pursued that. And, uh, uh, and then a little bit later on, I realized I could combine the two. So I combined martial arts with bodybuilding and realized that there was my flexibility component to the overall fitness thing. So now I had a great deal of strength and then I had flexibility. I was a natural at the martial arts because uh, I, I don't know why. I just, uh, I was always very flexible, but I, I expounded on it and capitalized on my flexibility. And it increased your balance. Oh yeah. Yeah. My coordination. I remember when I first started this when I was 15, I didn't have anything. I wasn't coordinated. I wasn't strong. I wasn't fast. I wasn't big. I couldn't do anything in school athletics. So all of this stuff I did underground. Now, would you say nutrition was a big help for yourself? Yeah, when I, uh, uh, during my bodybuilding thing, going back a little bit now, I was only 15, I met Earl Clark, who was uh, Mr. Universe and Mr. World back in those days. And he had a uh, uh, sidekick, uh, okay. Dr. Dr. Bud Keith, who was a, a nutritionist, a very bizarre, even to this day, his nutrition concepts are very bizarre. And being a kid, I adopted those right away. And this is where I got into uh, eating all raw food. You know, for a long time, I didn't cook anything. Everything was, you know, like a cow out grazing or a wolf uh, eating raw meat and whatever. That's what I did for uh, at least two years. Wow. Hardcore. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and I drank, <laughs> I ate, uh, I ate, uh, 500 pounds of roll every one year and that was i got that from jack lalane uh, wow that's crazy that and is crazy that is that's really extreme because as you committed that change when you're 15 all these things began happening into your life and yeah. nutrition what would you say now because you said you, you began to train with mr world jack lalane would you say fitness helped change your life personally oh yeah because absolutely oh yeah yeah, once uh, once I started strutting around with this new confidence and whatever, I mean, I, by this time now, by the time I'm in my uh, late 20s and early 30s, uh, I'm starting to get a lot of attention from everybody. Wow. Yeah. It paid off. And, oh, yeah, it paid off. That's when I started. Hey, I can never quit this. I was never going to quit anyhow because I couldn't. Once you get hooked on fitness and nutrition, you're stuck. You're stuck there. So anyhow, I uh, 
began to get a lot of attention from everywhere. And uh, that helped uh, me with my own personal view of myself, you know, and that was huge. And so, you know, it's, it's whatever a person chooses in life to develop themselves. I just happened to choose health and nutrition. And then from there, I uh, went to work for the uh, United States Marine Corps as a fitness consultant. Wow. At the Marine Corps base. I was there for 15 years and uh, wrote some articles that were published, in fact, uh, and trained uh, the permanent personnel there that we're talking about, not the Marines themselves, the recruits, but I'm talking about the people that trained the Marines. Wow. The people that I was helping train their own personal fitness. So, I mean, the reward, you know, the reward for me uh, eventually came to where uh, I came into uh, a whole new me is what yep. you, were, you were asking. And that's what actually happened to you. It took years though. And it yes. took more years for me than it would most people because there's an element of genetics involved here. Yes. There's an element of natural ability, natural propensity to excel at certain things. I had none of that. And the point there, Jim, is that uh, anyone, if I can do this, anyone can do it. I had nothing. I had nothing to work with when I started. And I, just, I just didn't quit. And the key was that you were persistent. You never gave yeah. up. You yeah, kept on pushing forward. Yeah. You know, everyone has rainy days, but those rainy days don't mean that you you could stop. You, yeah. never, you never make excuses. Am I right? That's exactly right. You know, uh, uh, one time, uh, of course, I had a lot of injuries in the martial arts because uh, I was into full contact before they ever started this MA, MA, MMA thing. Uh, I broke my foot one time. I couldn't do anything standing. So I used to practice the martial arts sitting in the chair. <laughs> Wow, that's I, I didn't take time. I didn't. I didn't take time off because I had a broken leg. I sat in the chair, did punches for six hours. You know, don't let like nothing that. hold you back. Right. <laughs> now, um, now in the present time for you, are you still doing the same training for yourself, or what's going on in part of your life in the fitness world? Yeah, it's all exactly the same, but it's been toned down into uh, uh, the moderation. Remember the moderation I learned. I finally uh, adopted that to the point where it should be for my age. I was 57 years old and Linda and I were sitting there watching TV one night and I'm sitting there writhing and, and, uh, and uh, grinning and groaning and whatever like that. She said, what's wrong with you? I says, I'm tired of hurting. See, I had years of uh, injuries, injuries. And she says, well, maybe you ought to, maybe you ought to take a look at your training. Maybe you ought to, you're 57 years old. Maybe you ought to start uh, moderating a little bit, a little more moderation. And I heard that and I said, you know, uh, I really don't want to, uh, I really don't want to confess that I, to myself that I'm getting old, but you know what? I have to. And so uh, when I was 57, I started to uh, train down. So it's exactly the same as it was in my prime, but, uh, way more moderate yes balance because if you're lifting heavy your bones your bones are not going to be able to lift that kind of weight you have to work what's natural with your body <laughs> i have uh, when people ask me about that i say if i was to try to bench press 300 pounds today if i even got it over my chest it would break my it break me in half just drive me to the floor mm. i just i don't have the body or the bones or the uh, any of the grit that i have and that happens when you get old Old, yeah. older yeah and you look very sharp for yourself right now because it was that persistence you kept on going 
although yep. your body begins to age, you're you're at the age where not everyone can do what you're doing. That's true, and that's that was part of the reward of uh, of years of doing this, and then doing it, doing it. I didn't do it so correctly when I was young because I was driven, but now I train very carefully, and so I'm I'm, I'm pretty much pain free uh, after I after I made that adjustment when I was 57. So I've been training like that. I'm 73 now, so I've been training like that since I was about 57, and it and it continually uh, I I continue to adjust depending on how what my body will allow me to do safely yeah okay now for your future what do you see for yourself do you i mean your persistence with keeping up with your body but let's say from here for now what do you want to continue and what do you want to work on for yourself so when you get older you don't have to have a cane or anything like that what are you progressing to avoid those situations well, uh, okay, that's that's a really good question. It's a simple answer. Uh, for me, I know what it is now after doing this for 58 years. Yes. It's consistency of doing what I'm doing and have been doing all along, but doing it correctly and moderately. Yes. So therefore, if I continue with the same thing I've been doing, I will uh, avoid I'll do everything. I'll be doing everything I can do to avoid having to use a cane and what have you. Mm-hmm. Now, if I get in a car accident, something I didn't choose to do or whatever, and I end up walking in crutches, that's a different story. But it won't be anything that I have uh, not done that will cause me to have to use a cane later and this and that. So, uh, the, continuing on on my program of, of a variety of things that's weight training, martial arts, and flexibility, cardio, cardio stuff. Uh, if I keep doing that the way I'm doing it uh, and adjusting for my age, I should be able to continue doing this for till the day I die. Yeah. And with all honestly, you look really good. You look like you're in your early 50s because yeah. I've met a lot of people who are in their late 70s and they're already having canes, back problems. But for yourself, you look amazing. Like, it just motivates me. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I mean, when I look in the mirror and I see... Uh, that I don't look like I did when I was in high school. It's a little distressing. But then when I stop and think about uh, the rest of my schoolmates, the ones that are left, at this age, not many of them left. uh, I can't complain, Jim. I cannot complain. I mean, I have uh, worked hard at this and reaped the rewards. and, And that is the key. What we've just talked about is the key. Yes. Start start young. Stay with it. Don't ever give up. Right on. And as of now, are you following any health nutritions, or how long are you working out for at that kind of age? What are you doing now? My workout, all of my stuff takes about forty-five minutes a day. I train every day. I'm a believer that you have to be in motion every day. You can't just sit around any day. You can't ever take a day off. Yeah. Your body is built for motion. You got to be in motion all the time. So, uh, um, so I train daily, about 45 minutes, and that's all it takes. If you do it, you know, I go down to the gym and I see these folks on this, uh, on this cardio equipment, and they, uh, they're looking at the phone or they're listening to the radio, looking at the TV, they're not, they're not focused what they're doing. So they're not really getting the full benefit of what yeah. they're doing. Whatever you do daily has to be challenging to a reasonable point, or you're gonna get nowhere fast. Right. 
And it's, what is one thing that you can leave off to all of us? Because you have 58 years of the fitness industry. And I say you're a pro and you have so much knowledge. What is, what is that one thing you'll leave behind for all of us? Just one. Well, it, it, uh, the one thing is uh, consistency. Right. We talked about that a little bit before. Consistency. You, uh, uh, it's one of those things in the world, in your life, that you have to do daily. And if you have, if you feel good about yourself and you're in shape and you can do the things I can do, it prepares you for anything else in life. It really does. I learned that. Wow. Consistency in your self-improvement program. And I'm talking about physical. I know there's a lot of other self-improvement programs, you know, but we're, you're nothing unless your body, the vehicle you're riding around in is in shape. It can do physically what you have to be able to do to move around. Consistency. Thank you guys for listening to the Kettle Strength Podcast. I hope you guys enjoy and enjoy the rest of your day.